All Charisma No Int is a sexy, violent podcast for a mature audience. You can find the content warnings in our episode description. Renee. Yes? You're right in front of this Greenback's face, and as it's convulsing and it's foaming at the mouth a little bit, eyes rolling back in its head, you see this massive lizard cough up this slimy, half-digested hand as it hits you in the chest (laughs) and falls to the ground as it lays down dead. We have been in these ruins for some time now. River is finding it easier to translate these passages, and he even solves one. Something about his teachings at orphan school. Which reminds me that I have to ask him about that in greater detail. According to my notes, he learned such a variety of things from the school that I am curious to hear more about it. I am beginning to realize that the behavior of these two men will not change. Where I saw fools, there are kind souls who seem to see the best in people and the things around them. They collect items from the world around them to take back home. They help each other, like when River could not activate a statue puzzle and Renee thought that he could help by creating a new one. Even when it appears useless, they help. They even do it when I foolishly charge ahead. They also ask too many questions. How am I to know if a faceless god is my father? Whoever he is, he either does not know who I am or does not wish to know me at all. I do not expect to find any answers here. We must continue on or we will never leave these ruins alive. Welcome to All Charisma, No Int, a D&D podcast for elderly scholars who haven't seen a living person in centuries. I am your DM and dragon egg sitter, Anna Ibarra. This is a podcast where three questionably competent adventurers navigate a world of magic, mystery, and dark hallways while trying to survive the everyday trials of life. And playing those bungling adventures today are... Hey there, I'm Eric, and I play Rene Julian Vincenzo LeBlanc. Renee once publicly dueled a woman after they both insisted the other should have the baker's last coffee cake. Niceties quickly became passive aggression and ultimately ended in a draw as both parties refused to go on the offensive. Renee still sh- shudders thinking about it today. <laughs> All right, he refused Renee... to go on the offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it was one of those situations where like, you know, it's like, no, after you. And then, you know, the other person's like, no, no, after you. And then, like, they both kind of get upset about it in the end. <laughs> Wait, so did you say it was a fight or a duel? I mean, I think a duel, right? Like, I think at that point you have to, like, settle it with a, you know, with, like, a duel with witnesses and stuff. Gotcha. And, um, I don't know. I don't know how a draw, uh, how do you decide that? I, I guess... I guess they gave it to uh, a bystander. I I I think they probably gave it to a little kid or something. So nobody got the cake. That sounds like a fair um, solution. (laughs) Nah, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
Oh, this is on the record. I can't, we can't say that. I'll go on the record. <laughs> okay. Well, Renee cares about the children, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Lex, and I play too. The last few days, he has been hiding Renee's newspaper in the morning. It has resulted in a lot of complaining and turning couch cushions over, and at this point, they don't know if it's been worth it or not. <sighs> complaining from Renee? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I, for some reason, I had just pictured two burying <laughs> a newspaper in the couch cushions and then being like, <laughs> what the fuck is up with these newspapers? <laughs> <laughs> You completely changed that. <laughs> I love how you can just definitively like assume Renee's going to be so upset about that. I mean, correctly, of course, but uh, exactly. Don't, Look, not sure how you. Knew I know that, Renee. But, you know. <laughs> I uh, we've been in this long enough together. I feel like I can guess that Renee would be like, "Where the fuck's the newspaper gone?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear it was here ten minutes ago. That's really mean. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. The, well, are you surprised? I guess no. not. <laughs> uh, hey, I am Kyle Sweeney, and I play River of Stars, a sexy bard warlock. Many people have tried to change him, but much like a cat, it's impossible to tell if he just doesn't understand or doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm... Very inclined to say it's probably the first more than anything. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel I feel like he could pull. I feel like we wouldn't really know like if the second one. Like we've never really seen him like, you know, outwardly refuse to do anything. I don't think in a super strong way. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's pretty agreeable most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think there are definitely things that he understands. Yeah, <gasps> and he just doesn't let so. on. Oh, you're uh, saying in general that he <laughs> there are things he understands. <laughs> oh boy, he is capable of understanding things. That is a key, key character trait for River. Okay, you, you heard it here from the DM first. Confirmed, he can think. Well, I mean, he, he definitely knows about edging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we did find that out. He understands a lot about that aspect of human culture. <laughs> Person culture. Person culture. <laughs> well, speaking of person culture, <laughs> as always, thank you to all of our listeners for continuing to listen to our podcast. We appreciate all of you, all the sharing, liking, you know, keep it up. Uh, if you like what you hear, feel free to. Leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. And, you know, why not share it with grandma, your aunt, your mom, your sister, random stranger on the street. If you did not know already, we do have a Discord that you can join. You can find the link to our Discord on our website, allconoint.com. Or you can find it on our social medias, uh, also Alconoint, Twitter, I refuse to call it X, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit. Other than that, wanted to 
give a shout out to our wonderful fan, Carol, who subscribes to our Patreon, our big hero. Everyone give a round of applause to Carol. Definitely appreciate your support over on Patreon. Um, That always goes towards things like funding new equipment, being able to create more content in the future. Uh, If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, you can also uh, head on over to patreon.com slash allkanoen. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the world of Ruined. So, you find yourselves heading down another corridor after solving yet another god's puzzle. And this corridor seems to wind around, heading south and then turning again to the east, where it dead ends into yet another door. Oh boy. I think we missed something. With this door, as you try to open it, seems locked and unwilling to budge. Any any symbols on this door? No symbols on this door. But it gives you a similar feeling to the door you ran into in the fall chamber. And does it have a keyhole at all? No. Okay. Renee's going to put his thieves tools back in his pocket. We go back. <laughs> Two is already walking off. <laughs> it gives us a similar feeling in that this is that door. Mm. <laughs> It gives you a similar feeling in that it doesn't seem to want to open. Okay. <laughs> By some magical means <laughs> beyond your comprehension. Folly. <laughs> a real if, fall vibe from this door. <laughs> almost if God doesn't want you to open That's that door. Pumpkin spice coming from the other side yeah. of the door. Hate <laughs> the forbidden scent. Two is vowing to like do some education in magic after this trip. <laughs> so you all make your way back until you come back to the original fork in the path. The door that you came through where the tall, mysterious statues sat in the previous room and the door in front of you at the end of the hallway. What do you do? Two moves very, very slowly towards the other (laughs) door that they didn't open. Just in case on the way there's some kind of trap or something that tries to stop him. What'd you say about a trap? Nothing. Oh, I thought you said, could have sworn you said there was a trap or something that would be... All right, you all walk down the long hallway to the door and manage to get there unaccosted. And then two is going to try to open the door. Shockingly, the door opens and you all step inside. And inside, you all see, as you step down the steps, 
a somewhat familiar scene wrapping around the border of the room. The pattern of vines this time, they are a grayish brown, something that you would kind of associate with vines that are dying, if not already dead. The large flowers in the corner are black instead of a vibrant color that you had seen within spring, summer, and fall. There are pads that sit on the outside of the room, three on the left and three on the right. And then there is a giant circular pattern in the center of the room with almost what appears like a somewhat of a snowflake-like pattern. There's a ring in the center of the large or the larger part of the ring. There are four pads. Within the center of those pads are what looks like um, more of those dying-looking vines. And then at the very center of the ring is one giant snowflake. You also notice when you first walk in no. <laughs> that there are four, excuse me, three green <laughs> creatures in the room with you all. And when you walk through the room and the door closes behind you, they hear the door close and they all turn to look at you. Ew. <laughs> they say anything? They hiss. <laughs> River hisses back. <laughs> Maybe they can smell their dead brother. <laughs> which we're carrying around with us for dinner later. But you have a problem. Why don't you go ahead and roll for initiative? Yay. Wow. There's some good rolls here on both teams, looks like. So, these greenbacks notice you, and as soon as they see you, they are hostile. They do not make friends with food, and they are immediately on the attack. Uh, River. You are first. Okay. River is going to... What's the what's the range on this? That's got to be like 120. Yeah. River is going to move forward and yell at the big one. Ah, uh, goddammit. In whatever that language is. And just say, um, we don't want any problems, but if you attack us, we will kill you. And we're going to eat you too. <laughs> <laughs> As you're stepping forward, are you also stepping on that pad? Yep. <laughs> Very lovely. You step on the pad, and it clicks uh, and sinks until it's flush with the ground. As you're shouting at the bigger lizard, who shouts back in lizard, We do not negotiate with food. Food is for <laughs> eating. And... When this pad becomes flush with the ground, you see the blue patterns of this inner decoration in the center of the room begin to light up. You also notice that it's starting to get cold in this room. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it's beginning to snow in this room. And the snow's beginning to pick up rapidly. This happened when River stood on the decoration on the floor? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, my God. And then as the snow picks up, it starts to go from just snowing to full on storm. Is it like obscuring vision or anything? It is going to be obscuring vision. You're now in a pretty severe storm within the winter room. So your vision is now obscured to the point you can only see about 15 feet in front of you. Damn. The puzzle has now begun. Well, lizards famously don't like cold weather, so I think we're probably fine. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, well, River's going to hold his action. If he sees a lizard, he's going to shoot it with Eldritch Blast. Okay. All right. I'm going to end my turn. Are the pads naturally like raised? Yes. So these pads are raised from the ground. So when River stepped on this particular one, it became flush with the ground. Second question. Mm-hmm. The snow, is it sitting on the ground or melting? It does not appear to be sitting on the ground or melting on the ground. Okay, works for me. Thank you. It is going to blindly start moving around where it thinks it might have seen you go before the snow began. And then it's going to end its turn. Rene. Last time we were in a room like this, there was a plaque with some instructions on it. So he's going to look around real quick. See if he sees that uh, plaque anywhere. So there is a plaque uh-huh. at the base of the stairs. And like the other plaques, it is written in that ancient elvish that River has been reading for y'all. And R- R- River didn't read the plaque. I didn't know there was a plaque <laughs> there or I would have read it. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just didn't see it, so, uh, but that's fine. I think River was probably so distracted by the blizzards that he just ran forward. All right, I, Renee's going to look at it, see if he can read it. Like, clearly not going to be able to read it. And he's like, uh, River, maybe maybe you should come read the plaque first so we know what we're uh, getting ourselves into. And then he's gonna... <laughs> oh, god damn it. Nope, that's too far away. You know what? He'll just he'll just run in direct, the direction he saw River running because okay. that's the only thing I guess he would have seen before the snow started, so he will do that. And that will put him... I guess going slowly so that he could, like, stopping halfway so he can, like, course correct. Um, he will end up right on, on that on that depressed pad right next to River. Perfect. And th- so that's his movement. I mean, does looking for the plaque count as his action, would you say? No. Because it would have been just right there. So he will hold an Eldritch Blast for if he sees one of these, uh, one of these greenbacks. And that's his turn. Okay. You hear, kind of just barely over the sound of the wind, River. Food. Food. Where have you gone, food? <laughs> uh, River hisses back. No, don't give it sound. Doesn't, doesn't say anything, just hisses. <laughs> food. Oh, that's turn. <laughs> that's his turn. <laughs> okay. Two isn't even going to take two seconds to think about that plaque because... He knows he can't read it. He, too, is going to follow the steps that he knows the other two take. Can I still dash in this weather, in this condition? Yeah, you can use your action to take extra movement. And my movement hasn't changed in the storm? 
your movement hasn't changed. It's just your your vision. Okay. Who's a good green bag? Who's a good green bag? <laughs> they are cute. Okay. Two is going to make their way to this spot, first of all. I always feel like I'm going to miss... Uh, when they're next to River, they're going to very quickly say, Rene is right, you need to read it. And then he is going to keep going. He, he kind of says that to River as he's running, you know what I mean? Mm. He doesn't know where the hell he's going, he just goes in a random direction and tries to get his bearings once he is there. After running past River and Rene, two kept going, ending up standing almost completely on the large snowflake in the middle of the room, which is where they kind of stand blindly looking around. And that is their turn. Mr. Greenback is going to move. And then it's its turn. Now, before you do anything, River, I need to resolve something. You hear in the distance a set of howls. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, my voice broke. We heard it. <laughs> it's a very sickly wolf. <laughs> Good, keep that. <laughs> um, oh my God. But you don't see anything. Can I sense what direction it came from? You can use a... I'm going to be nice. I'll let you use a free action to make your perception check. <laughs> um, okay, I, I would also like to ask if the howls were animals speaking, or were they just howls? <laughs> They were just howls. Okay. All right. Perception. Oh, my friend. <laughs> oh. That is a seven. It's hard to tell. It's like they're coming from all around. Well, now he's going to think they're coming from all around. Okay, I think after hearing from both of his companions that he should go back and read the plaque, he's resolved to do that. So, just going to start moving back. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, he'll get right up on it and read it. Okay. The plaque reads, Death's cold embrace extends beyond sight. The mists of the morn blot out the light. Feet travel far, weary and broken. Gathering with strangers, a pact unspoken. For alone they perish, but together they might. Survive another harsh winter's night. I think he's just yelling it out loud as he reads it. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind posting it in the chat? I absolutely will. Also, can I ask, does River, being such a wonderful bard who 
knows how to control his voice and his breath control, can his voice reach far enough for me to hear what he's saying? His voice carries on the wind. Ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I've still got to work it out on my own, but at least I know what it says. <laughs> so I think that, like, he... I'm assuming that's like an action or something to read that. I'll give it to you as a bonus action. Because <laughs> I'm so kind. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think he doesn't know what it means, but he can read enough of the like, to alone they will perish <laughs> kind of stuff. So he will, I don't know how much movement I actually have left. How much did it take to get here? Uh, 20 feet to get there, so he's got 10. He'll move um, back here. Um, and then I guess for my action, I'll just I'll just hold my action until I see a... Um... Actually, you know what? I think he thinks we need to be like together, which means right next to each other. So he's going to use his action to move, to double move. Okay. To get here. Um, and that's my turn. Okay. Oh, shit, I forgot to do something important. <laughs> auto Wolf what out. Is Why that? is this oh called Auto God. Wolf Omega? Why is that? <laughs> I am Auto Wolf I don't Omega. Like that. <laughs> what the? F- auto Wolf Alpha? Two? <laughs> two? There's two Alphas and two Omegas. Oh, no. This is going to be nasty, guys. Maybe they'll go after the lizards. <laughs> Ah, yes, the wolf, the proverbial enemy of the lizard. <laughs> I mean, wolves eat lizards. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Maybe the wolves are our strangers that we're meant to, like, walk with. Maybe. Maybe the strangers are the lizards and we have to fight with them against the wolves. <laughs> this is getting too meta. <laughs> I like to think that Anna is making the lizards just go in actual circles <laughs> because we can't see. I mean, River has been hissing at them and yelling at them, like yelling at the top <laughs> of his lungs. Well, it's a good theory, but we'll just have to find out after we take a break. <laughs> and we'll be back with more Dungeons and Dragons. Howdy, adventurers. Is getting Grandma's cat off the roof leaving you lacking? Saving Gilly from the Goblin Gang not scratching that itch? Wishing you had something just a little extra? Well, come on down to patreon.com slash allkinoint, where we're cooking up a little something extra. Let me tell you about the Initiate Slider tier for $2 a month. Why is it called that? More importantly, what do you get? Ever hear a Discord? Well, we have one, and if you become a patron... You'll get access to community, meet and greets with all of us. You'll be the first to get news and announcements about the show and other special events. And introducing the Yak Zone. I didn't run that by anyone, but I'm going to make it happen. There's going to be a place in the Discord called the Yak Zone. Patreon members also get early access to episodes. Imagine waking up Monday morning and finding fresh ruined elves right there in your podcast app. That's two days earlier than you'd get it otherwise. And it only costs you two bucks. 
So join us at the Initiate Slider tier and come say howdy, partner. I'll be waiting for you in the Yak Zone. And if that wasn't enough for you, we got plenty more in the Adventurers Club tier for $5 a month. It's got everything from the previous tier, plus more than you can shake your shooting iron at. First and foremost, you'll get access to the monthly after-show podcast we like to call Finding the Crit, where we answer listener questions and talk about the game nearly every which way you can imagine. Now you might be saying, how can a person such as myself submit my own questions for the cast to ruminate on? Well, partner, Adventurers Club patrons can do just that, as well as submitting their own ideas for NPC names and homebrew items. Additionally, you'll get access to patron-only exclusive art so nice it'll soothe even the worst case of saddle burn. And, most importantly, you'll get all episodes ad-free, which means you won't have to listen to me anymore. And you can count on that as a prairie promise. Moving on up to the next tier, we have the Heroes Euro, coming in at a satisfying $10 a month. Do you like feeling powerful? Do you want to know that you've made a real difference? Do you want to vote with your cash? Your $10 will greatly contribute towards our financial independence. Financial independence leads to creativity, and you'll soon see a return on your investment. We'll make more content for you. We already have a lot of great plans, and all we lack is the time and resources to work on them. You want upfront rewards though, don't you? That's fine, we totally get it. All of the rewards from previous tiers are yours, but you'll also get your name mentioned in the credits, along with our eternal gratitude. So come on down to patreon.com slash allkanoant and get y'all today. Yeah! Welcome back. And Renee. You're up. Oh, boy. Okay, he'll look over at River and and just... I don't know what any of that means, but maybe we have to stick together. And then he'll look around and try to figure out what to do, given that (laughs) they need to stick together. Um, He's gonna... Fuck, he's got nothing to go off. He's gonna go... He can see the edge of the main, sort of the outer circle... Right now, so he's going to just take a couple steps towards that. So that's 10. And now he can see that there's this sort of uh, the, the dying vines pedestal, I guess. I think he's just going to hang out on that. That's another 15, so that's 25. He's got 10 left. I think he's just going to see if anything happens if he pauses there. Okay, so you move on to... The inner circle, the large circle on top of one of the vines, and nothing happens. Okay. Except. Oh, shit. (laughs) Except (laughs) that you can now see your friend, too. Okay, awesome. He's going to be startled by two entering his field of vision, and then he's going to say, Two, did you hear what River said? We're supposed to stick together with strangers. And he'll shrug. <laughs> he'll look back to see if uh, if River saw where he went. He'll turn back and see that River has disappeared into the mess of snow. And then he will mutter, ah, oh, crap, under his breath. And then he will, I guess he'll use his action to dash, but he's not going to take the full movement. He's just going to get right next to two. And that's good enough for him staying close. So that's his turn. Food. I hear you, food. 
shuffling about. Where are you, food? Oh, wow. And only River can hear this, of course. You, uh, the two of you just hear a series of growls and hisses and snarls as this um, large burrowing greenback shambles its way towards you. River, you come into her field division first. River? Sorry, Renee. That's going to happen for the entirety of this. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. We doomed ourselves. This campaign. Yeah. And she's going to attempt to jump. Does a 12 hit your AC? Uh, no, it does not. Okay. Well, she attempts her jaws snapping saliva slinging she misses frustrated she swipes one of her scaly hands at you this is a 21 hit definitely and her claws slash across your finely tailored jacket and cut through and manage to scrape across skin drawing blood for eight points of slashing damage. Ooh. Hey, that's not very nice. And that is her turn. Alright. The two of you, two and Renee, you guys hear in the distance the sound of um, metal as it hits the floor. It sounds like it's coming closer to you, but then it stops. You hear another metallic sound, metal on metal, and that's it. Don't like it. Not ominous at all. Two. A similar but lighter sound approaches you from the north, and you see come into view what appears to be a wolf, but this wolf is metallic, like a, a gold or maybe even a bronze type of material put together all these different segmented pieces, almost similar to the huntsman that you encountered in the fall room. As it gets close, it bears its metallic fangs at you and it attempts to take a bite. God damn. A 13 does not hit. Correct. Its metal mouth just clangs as it catches nothing but air. That is its turn as well. But now you have the chance to respond. Well, two has on one side Renee being attacked by a giant greenback. And on the other side... A wolf made of metal trying to bite him. His many years training as a cleric has taught him one thing, and that is that he has to protect people rather than himself. So he's going to move into this space and turn towards the greenback. And he is going to take out his warhammer and 
try to bring it down on its head. <laughs> For a nat 20. Ooh. Nice. 25 total. Not that it matters, but... <laughs> that hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. That's exciting. Ooh, we. That is 30 total. What a hit. Okay. You bring up this war hammer, and there is a fury glowing in your eyes. You know that you need to protect the softer, squishier, weaker Renee. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> I see no lies. I hear no lies. While also knowing that there are other enemies encroaching upon you from different angles and you bring down this war hammer upon the screenback's head with all of your ferocity and there is a sickening crunch as you split the head of this lizard and you can see the blood oozing from its head but it's not quite dead but you can see it twitching almost of this barely there clinging to life but just barely. Yeah, so I think two is definitely feeling the pressure right now of there's a few of these things, neither of them, none of them can hear, uh, see, I apologize. Then there are these mysterious wolves and kind of running through the back of his mind is just the thought that River is alone, Renee is right here, but he's already bleeding and like, it's starting to make him panic a little bit, but you can't see it on their face because they're not going to show that. So when the greenback is still twitching after that, there's just like a little t of frustration. And they um throw their, uh, their arm down holding the warhammer and the blood just splatters on the floor. The disrespect. It's all good. River. Bounding oh, up. <laughs> River, bounding up towards you from the south, a mechanical wolf appears through the flurry of uh, snowflakes into your field of vision. And without warning, those jaws come at you. Does an 11 hit? An 11 does not hit. Okay. Well. He nimbly, like, pushes his hips in one direction so the wolf's mouth goes right by it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the wolf goes, um, the wolf's mouth goes sailing just past you. And its uh, jaws clamp together and find no purchase. And that is its turn. River, 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 river. Mm -hmm. You feel the pedestal underneath you begin to rise to the position it was before you stepped on it. And when you do so, or when you feel it do so, excuse me, you notice that the storm seems like it 
begins to slow down a little bit. <laughs> Interesting. And as it slows down, um, your vision clears up. It's still a little hard to see as far as you normally would, but you can see a little bit further. Okay. I think River's still unsure about <laughs> what the riddle might mean, but I I think he's I think he thinks that um they need to make a pact with one of these groups. And so he's gonna yell out in Lizard and we have to work together against the wolves. And then in Wolvish, he's going to say, we have to work together <laughs> against the lizards. <laughs> oh, my God. The wolf right next to you doesn't even seem to acknowledge or even register what you say. Uh, do the lizards say anything back? The lizards do not say anything back. You hear a couple hisses in the distance. But that's all I get. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think River is gonna panic because this wolf is this wolf that he can't talk to is right next to him. What do I have that can help? I guess. Um, I guess he's gonna cast Eldritch Blast, and it'll just be a disadvantage against this wolf. Okay. Fifteen to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, 10 damage. And he's going to do it again. Disadvantage. Nice. 19 to hit. That hits. And another 12 damage. So, um, you fire off your two Eldritch Blasts. And the... Metal wolf in front of you uh, begins to creak. And then, similar to how the huntsman had when you defeated it in the fall room, the wolf just, all the joints give away on this wolf, and it just falls into a pile of metal at your feet. And then you see across from you, within the inner circle of the design on the floor the a little brown vine lights up uh, okay and that's it anything else you want to do with your turn yeah i think seeing that light up he's gonna move to the still staying on this but just move a little closer so he can see it better but stay on the circle and um That'll be it. And his turn. Okay. Oh, sorry. He will yell out. The wolves are the wolves are bad. <laughs> Kill the wolves. Everything is bad, River. Yeah, but killing the wolf did something. <sighs> what what wolves are you guys talking? Oh my god, wow. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking alpha wolf is huge. It is large, yes. Um, now that the 
snow has lessened a little, and the young greenback has a better visual and can see all of you gathered in the middle and scrambles over, seeing that its matriarch is injured. It hisses angrily and attacks you, too. Teeth gnashing. Does a 15 hit? It absolutely does not. What a shame. That is his turn. <laughs> All right. Renee. Renee Julian Vincenzo LeBlanc does not like what he sees. Uh, <laughs> he's got two here next to him. He's got two greenbacks on him, one wolf to his left, a massive wolf just out of his range of vision. He can see half of it poking its head around. River nowhere in sight, but River said, kill the wolves. He's going to mutter something under his breath in... A very, very nasty-sounding language. His form is going to start shifting and and um, phasing in and out, and he's going to look very blurry as he casts Blur on himself. Uh, and then he's going to... Yes, he should be able to reach. Okay, so he's going to eye that large wolf just on the periphery of his vision, and he is going to conjure his... Hexblade's Curse, which is a little uh, little rain cloud, and it's going to drift over to that massive wolf's head and just linger there. And that's his action and bonus action. And then he's going to... I guess he'll stay put for now. That's going to be his turn. Damn, he's going to stay put? I mean, he can't really move, can he? <laughs> it's in everybody's range. Okay, what a predicament our fellow finds himself in. My turn. All right. In a violent last-ditch effort to do the utmost harm she possibly can in her injured state, um, she's going to go ahead and do another multi-attack, bite, and claw. Even if she has disadvantage. Damn. A 12 does not hit. Whew. Thank the Lord for disadvantage. And an 8 does not hit. And that is her turn. So, the wolves have pack tactics. And so, this wolf joins its companion alongside you two ready to rend your flesh into tasty bite-sized snacks. It bears its fangs and attempts to chomp you. <laughs> but so excited is it for its snack that it chomps and misses. Neither of those hitting you too, so you definitely block the attacks with your shield, and that is the automaton's turn. But emboldened by its pack leader, the smaller wolf will also take a bite with advantage. As a 22 hit your AC. 
A 22 does hit. For 10 piercing damage as it latches onto your arm and shakes its head violently as it growls in what's a very unsettling sound because it's not the growl of a wolf, but this horrible metallic sound that your ears have never heard before, nor do you want to hear again. What kind of damage does it do to uh, my clothes? It's like when um, like when a dog gets a hold of a sock. It just starts ripping. I'm trying to pretend like I know what that's like. <laughs> it just rips the fabric. Okay. Okay. Straight through? Yeah. Okay. But I'm bleeding, so that's okay for now. Okay. Well, it's your turn, too. Okay. I'm going to use Shatter. Okay. I'm going to place it here. If this doesn't count as the large greenback, I will understand. Now, it says, A creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Mm. Do these wolves count? They are made of metal. Okay. The DC is 15, constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, and as they, as they cast this, they, uh, they shout out to Renee, just, uh, close your ears. Alpha wolf fails. Ouch. Uh, Omega wolf passes, surprisingly. Burrowing Greenback fails. And... Ooh. Oh, bastard. <laughs> God damn. The matriarch, despite the head wound, is determined to resist as she saves. So, we got two fails, two saves. I'll take half damage, that's fine. What was the damage? 11 on a uh, fail and half damage on a save. So as this ear-splitting sound erupts, you see the larger wolf recoil, and the smaller wolf begin to shudder, and then it falls into a pile of just disjointed metal pieces. The smaller greenback hisses in pain, and the larger greenback begins uh, to convulse. And Renee. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're right in front of this greenback's face, and as it's convulsing and it's foaming at the mouth a little bit, eyes rolling back in its head, you see this massive lizard cough up this slimy, half-digested hand as it hits you in the chest. Oh. <laughs> and falls to the ground as it lays down dead. Oh, come on. And you're thinking about how disgusting <laughs> this absolutely is. Just vile. 
But you also notice, as this happened, you feel a vibration from your cane. Okay. From my cane? From what? Yeah, your walking cane, your cane sword. I feel it vibrate? Just a little, like, vibration pulse. Can I do something? It's not your turn. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, the ha- there, I, it coughed up a hand and it, and oh it like, hit him God. in the chest and, like, slopped down the front? <laughs> Is it, like, just on the ground? Yeah, it's just on the ground. <laughs> is it... What kind of hand is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> just like a person's hand. Alright, I guess I'll wait till my turn to freak out then. <laughs> <laughs> and while Renee wrestles with this existential crisis... A a second vine within the inner circle lights up, and that's going to be where we go ahead and end things for tonight. No! Oh, that's mean. (laughs) Oh, no. That's real mean. Charisma No Int is a D&D actual play podcast supported by listeners like you. Music for the podcast is courtesy of our own Kyle Sweeney. If you would like to support this podcast and get future episodes ad-free, check us out at patreon.com forward slash allcarnoint where you can also join our Discord and find additional content like an exclusive post-show podcast, art, and more. Our website is allcarnoint.com and our handles on social media are at allcarnoint. New episodes air every Wednesday. If you like our show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts.